0: Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Catherine Toon. Welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. And I spent actually a great deal of time talking to the Lord in the middle of the night. I, I couldn't sleep for a while, so it was good. I got a lot of stuff uh and he was very um directive and uh and um just brought clarity uh to what he's doing and so i always like to minister out of the place of where i've received ministry uh so uh i figure man if he's if it's good for me it's probably good for you or good for someone you know so we're going to talk about knowing what holy spirit is doing you know um the word says that uh, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Well, that's Holy Spirit in you is the hope of glory. So because you're one with the Holy Spirit, uh, he leads and guides you into all truth. He leads you and and guides you and shows you what is to come. And so he was sent as the comforter, helper, advocate, intercessor, um, paraclete, the one who comes alongside and I mean, isn't that great? Because I don't know about you, but uh, I need help. <laughs> I need help on a regular basis, on an ongoing basis. And you know what? Uh, I, I think if if we kind of ever get to the point where we f- think that like, yeah, I'm good and I can take it from here, we are delusional. Uh, and that's only because we're being sustained and upheld and we've been given gifts. Uh, and so uh, this dependency upon God is a real thing. And I think we never graduate from that. You know, he is our source. We're not a source in and of ourselves and other people are not our source, but we're connected with the source. We're one with the source. We're one with the person who is love and love gets to direct us and lead us and guide us. And because love does that, he, he's lovely <laughs> and he and he's going to take us to lovely places. He's going to show us lovely things. He's going to show us how to transcend the challenges that we have uh, and how to be unveiled in the challenges so that we can make the challenges work for us. Uh, but in order to do all of that, any of that and all of that, uh, we need to know what he's doing. What is what is he doing? Um, and it's not that um you know, the, the the promises of God, because we're one with the source and the one who is healing, the one who is provision, uh, the one who is uh, healed, delivered, set free, all of that kind. We're one, but that's a now uh, status, but God is constantly um, at work in us uh, revealing things And unveiling us, you know, if his primary job is conforming his kids into the image of Christ, that means he's unveiling you as a son and daughter. Um, and in that place creation is released from its bondage so this is these are the this is how he's drawing all things to himself he's drawing you to himself in your knowledge you're already one with him so it's not like you're not one with him and suddenly now you're becoming more one with him no you were united with him before the foundation of the world but according to ephesians 1 4 but um, we're awakening to that and in that awakening process we actually encounter who he really is we encounter who we really are and from that place we're able to uh, accomplish the purposes uh, that he has he has planned and so that's an unveiling process so he not only unveils himself and us but he also unveils our purposes and in that there's something that God is doing uh, God is always doing stuff and sometimes and many times that looks really covert. That looks hidden. It looks under the, under, under, um, the scenes, you know, and we have so much crazy going on, right? <laughs> I think every time, you know, uh, and I know it's particularly worse because they're global issues and we're so globally connected and it's kind of in our face. Um, but you know, it's, it's since humanity has been, under the fall, however you want to describe that, operating in fallen mindsets, um, we've always had stuff. We've already had, always had serious stuff. And, um and so in order to kind of walk out our lives and do what we're supposed to be doing and actually have a good life, we need to become aware with what God is doing. You know, we get to, we get to decide what we do. We can decide to cooperate or we can decide not to cooperate. We can decide to stay lost in our blindness or we can decide to turn our affections to him and start increasingly awakening to, to all the things that he wants to show us. But God himself is never stagnant. Number one, he's relational. So that means he wants to engage with you. He wants to uh, you to encounter him and he wants you to um he wants you to enjoy him and he wants to enjoy you. He is relational. He is love after all and that is his primary thing. So he is always working. So there's always a relational aspect. There's always a being conformed and upgraded into the image of Christ. There's always a a stretch that's going on because to look like Jesus we probably need to stretch them. <laughs> there are things that need to go. There are things that need to be added. And there's most of all, there's things to be unveiled and cultivated and developed. And so God is never stagnant. He's always working. And a lot of times he works in covert ways. I don't know about you. I hear this regularly. I've wondered it myself. You know, you look at all the, the evil that's going on. You're like, God, why aren't you answering this? Why aren't you doing something? Well, I guarantee you, uh, he does address stuff, but usually it's not in the way that we would want. We kind of want him to, you know, a lot of times I think some of the eschatology that we'd like to hold on to with him coming back and kicking butt and taking names is honestly that that's kind of a... Um, projection of what we want. We want justice. We want butt to be kicked. Not our butt, by the way, but someone else's butt. <laughs> That's not in our particular club or whatever. Uh, and and God's just not like that. Um, he's really not like that. Now he does discipline his kids, but his judgment is out of love for the sake of love, in conformity to love, to conform you to the image of love. And so it's it's a judgment that is healing uh, and not retributive. And I've, I've talked about this a lot, but it's a really big deal. Um, but I, I know there's evil things going on and it's not okay with him that evil things are going on, but, but how he addresses it a lot of times is not head on. He doesn't like, you know, drop mountains on people. He doesn't, you know, um, torch the sex trade industry and you know, all the different things because they're they're kids attached to all of those things so he works through us he works in us and through us and so um so part of it is that we have a part to play so the things that you have um, a justice like this is wrong uh you may be God may be raising you up to answer those he moves through people okay he moves through people and so and guess what we're people. Uh, And so a lot of times it looks covert, Um, you know, he's not calling fire down from heaven. As a matter of fact, you know, when, when Jesus was with his disciples and the Samaritans were not receiving Jesus in the way uh, that his, his disciples thought they should, he says, shall we call fire down on heaven like Elijah? And he turns to them and he says, you do not know what spirit you are of. Oh, crap. You know, and so when we get in this, uh, this, this, let's, um, let's just kick some butt and let's nuke them and let's do whatever, you know, we're operating in a really crappy spirit when the church does that against one another. Um, you know, I just kind of got a load of, (laughs) somebody just kind of vomited on me, uh, because I was trying to give away something for free. (laughs) I was trying to, let me help you hear from God better. And I got so puked on, I'm like, dang, that's a believer. (laughs) <laughs> my gosh. Um, you know, sometimes we don't know what spirit we're of. It needs, it, it will look like love and love looks like a lot of things. It's not always, um, you know, um, uh, soft and warm and fuzzy, but it will always edify and love actually does not accuse, you know, God is not accused. And so when, when you accuse one another, we have to start asking ourselves, dang, that's not a fruit of the spirit, um, you know, to be uh, fighting over doctrine, um, and being nasty, it's okay that, you know, you debate. That's great because we all come up higher when we're learning, uh, and we're passionate about something and that's great. But oh my goodness, we, we need to love one another. Uh, it has to look like the fruit of the spirit. And so bickering does not look like the fruit of the spirit. Being right does not look like the fruit of the spirit. Having to be right, um, and condemning people is not the fruit of the spirit. And so we just need to be mindful. We need to be mindful. Uh, uh, and sometimes we don't know what we're cooperating with and we think it's God and it's not, we've all been there. So I, no condemnation, but let's come up higher. Let's come up higher. I guarantee you that's something that God is doing. So let's talk about, uh, knowing what Holy Spirit is doing because he's very active. (laughs) He's very active. Um, so, uh, let's go to Philippians two I'm going to read this from the Amplified Bible. It's one of my favorite, one of my happy passages because there's a lot in it. Um, and I like it particularly amplified classic. So we're going to go there. <laughs> okay. Uh, it says uh, verse 13, not in your own strength. Okay. I, I'm immediately happy about that one. <laughs> right. How many of you are like, I'm tired. This <laughs> just like, right. Okay. So not in your own strength for it is God. Okay. Now who is it? Oh, it is God who is all the while. That means he is continually okay um, so not not in your own strength, for it's God who is all the while effectually now that's just such a happy thing that means he's affected that means he works ding to ding ding um I'll get back there in just a bit at work in you, energizing and creating you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. Oh my goodness, there's so much to the scripture. I might just have to get happy on you. And I hope you join me because God knows uh, the sons and daughters of God uh, were, are called to be joyful. That's a fruit. Yay, you get to be that. You get to be happy despite everything else. That's a great rebellion against the crap in the world. Just be happy. Um, so not in your own strength, or is God who is all the while. So that means it's ongoing. We're not waiting on God. Okay. Right. God is at a lot of times waiting on us. He really is. He's waiting on us, um, to partner with him, to turn to him and say, okay, God, um, you know, how how do I partner with you? I, I, you know, one of the things a lot of us say in the church, and I know we mean it well, but we say, you know, I want God to use me. It's like, well, God's not going to use you. If he's going to partner with you, he's going to move through you, but he's not going to use you. Do you use your, you're, you're the ones you love. You're not a user and neither is God. He's not a user, but he will partner. And what that does is that honors us. It's saying, you know what? I have such value for my kids, for humanity, that, you know what? I partner with them in this whole redemption pro- process, right? He's redeeming all things to himself. But how does he do that? He t- does that through people through his kids. And so we get the honor of that. We get the joy of that. Uh, and, and we get to really see what God is doing and partner. Now, sometimes what happens is for some of some personalities, uh, we have a, um, have a, uh, have an idea of what God should do. <laughs> and then we just ask him to partner with us. Like, okay, I got it. I got it, Jesus. So if you would just bless it, um, you know, um, that would be good. And I'm not saying he's not going to bless the works of your hands, but I'm saying if you get involved with what he's already doing, it is pre-blessed. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, we get to be that. And usually, um, last time I checked, I don't know about you, but God is smarter than we are. (laughs) Anybody got that memo? He did make his, uh, his kids to be brilliant, but we're brilliant, uh, because of him and, and and he is our source, and in that brilliance that we're called to radiate, you know what he's probably oh a step ahead, maybe one or two so um so what are you doing? so if God is all the while effectually at work in us, energizing and creating us the power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight, if he if that's what's going on, then we need to say, okay, ding to ding ding, um God, what are you doing? And you know what a really good one is? Because sometimes we get all kind of hyper-spiritual. What are you doing, you know, across the globe for the nations? And we get kind of, um uh I don't know, religious. <laughs> Maybe one or two of us. I've been there, so just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just tell on me. How's that? Um, and it sounds super spiritual, whatever, but you know, God is saying, well, uh, that's great across the nation for, you know, across the world for the nations. But really, Catherine, what I'm interested in, I'm doing this thing in you right now. And I'm asking you to be brave or I'm asking you to, to forgive or I'm asking you to, um, uh, to, to expand your vision. I'm asking you to let go of some things. I'm asking you to embrace some things. I'm asking you to see yourself in a new way or see someone else in a new way. That is pre-blessed. Okay. That is part of the unveiling of who we are as sons and daughters, right? I'm asking you to forgive that judgment thing you got going on there. Oh, honey, let me just help you yeah, that needs to go. <laughs> and so, right. And so, and, and, and we do it. I mean, you know, God loves us. There's no condemnation, but there is discipline. And I'm just telling you the fastest way is to lean into the discipline. Why? Because number one, you're amazing and you can do this. Uh, but number two, there is such an upgrade on the other side. There is such an, and some of you I know are uncomfortable because God, because, um, because you haven't really let go of what you're supposed to let go to move forward, to embrace what you're supposed to embrace. And so you're kind of in that limbo thing. And sometimes it's because you don't know what it is. And sometimes it's because you just don't want to do it. (laughs) Okay. I'm laughing because I'm laughing at myself. Okay. So in the place where, you know, you may not be excited Anybody been there? Okay, let me just help you. All right. Uh, not in your own strength. So number one, it's not in your own strength. Okay. But it's God who's all the while effectually at work in you, creating and energizing you the power and desire. Do you know what? He can change our desires. There's a lot of things. OK, Um, there's a lot of things. It's so good to be in discipline. It is so good. Yes. Lean into it. He's disappointing you because he loves you, because you're so amazing. He's not going to leave you alone to be a smaller version than who you are. And so we get to be upgraded from glory to glory to glory because poof, we're not like just like Jesus. It is it is a process. But it's an unveiling process. It's finished on the inside, manifesting on the outside. And that takes some work. That's that working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why do you have fear and trembling? Because you are holy. And so you don't treat it like you're like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. Oh well. No, you are holy. That means... In that reverence of how you've been created, that holy reverence that God has, by the way, um, that you have towards yourself and you don't treat it as a small thing. Now, that doesn't mean if God's leading you to do something and you fail, like he tells you not to do something and you do it, or he tells you to do something and you don't do it. Well, I you know, I'm probably not the best choice, but ding, 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 it happens, OK, oh, God, forgive me. I know I was not supposed to. I did it. I did it again. I said I wasn't going to. I did it again. I just told, Yeah, OK. <sighs> OK. I'm just going to receive your forgiveness. I'm going to forgive myself. And Father, empower me to do better. What is it that I'm not seeing about myself that I'm continuing this cycle of whatever that is, right? Because he will never condemn you, right? Romans 8, 1, in Christ, there is no condemnation. OK, so condemnation is illegal. So, like I've said before, you resist condemnation like you resist sin. And you resist sin because sin is a fallen way of being, right? A fallen way of seeing yourself. And out of that way, you, we do crappy behaviors that violate love. So God can change your desires. I, I, uh, here's the passion translation. I love it. It's so beautiful. Um, Romans 12, 13, shorter, but really beautiful. Um, God will continually, um, and revitalize you implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. You know what pleases God? Do you know what pleases God? Is you letting him love you. You pulling upon his grace. You forgiving yourself and forgiving others. You being conformed into his image. Yeah. So, you know, so if you are condemning yourself, okay, Um, that is not pleasing God. Now he's not mad at you, right? But you've got to resist that condemnation. Uh, you know, let me say this. When we condemn ourselves, we tend to condemn other people. This is why, um, religious Christians or other, uh, other religious people, um, tend to be some of the meanest people ever because they're under condemnation because they put themselves under the law. They keep on breaking the law whatever that is. And it's not the law of love, okay? And then they beat up on themselves and they're trying so hard and they get all constipated and they hate their life. They hate themselves and they look at you. It's like, you're breaking the law. And we tend to be nasty. We are under the law of love, right? Under the law of love. So we get to love. We get to be loved. And you know what? Love is patient and love is kind. So that means... You are under obligation to be patient and kind with yourself in your process. And then you can be patient and kind with other people. So if you find you have a problem with judgment, just go to the Lord and seek. You know what? Crap. I tend to be really judging myself. I tend to condemn myself. Right? And God said there's no condemnation. So why am I cooperating, partnering with something that's not God when what he's working in me? is to love and be loved that's what pleases him you being unveiled and the beauty and glory of your who you are in your flavor get down with your bad self that pleases god that's unveiling the glory and the brilliance that is within you that he packed chock full of you 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 as before the foundation of the world. Wow, that was really crappy grammar. But um, he packed all that in you before the foundation of the world and boom, he gets to unveil it. That is how, that is what pleases God. And then in that place when he's calling us to come up higher, you know why? Because coming up higher is good for us. Me learning, learning to forgive my quote unquote enemies is really good for me. Me learning to forgive my enemies, quote unquote, when they don't deserve it, is really good for me because I'm extending grace. And you know why I can do that? Because God's extended grace to me and I can extend grace to me. So surely I can extend grace to you. Like, seriously, what ridiculous, crappy stuff. You know, we've done a lot. of. If you look in your past, we've all done crap. So it's a level playing ground. I understand not everybody may have committed genocide. I get it. But we've all, we've all done crappy stuff. So you know what? It's a level playing ground. We're forgiven. We can forgive. And you know what's interesting? is what, As we start to um, uh, connect with God, a lot of what God is doing is helping us see Him rightly and helping us see ourselves rightly. And when we see ourselves rightly ding to ding ding we can start to see other people rightly. And then guess what? You get to fall in love with God because you see him as he really is. You fall in love with yourself because you see yourself as, as you really are. And you fall in love with your quote-unquote enemies because you see them rightly. And that's beautiful. That is, he's drawing all things to himself. He's, he, Jesus prayed that we would be one as him, the father one. Well, how tight do you think the father and Jesus are? Oh yeah, they're probably pretty tight. So, which means us being tight, us falling in love with each other, despite our politics and our whatever we Think is so important. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying things aren't important, but I'm just saying love is the important thing and everything else can just take a backseat, baby, right? Because none of us have this thing all figured out, including me. Um, so we get to do that. So if God is calling, causing you, um, to, um, just to do something that you're not very excited about, we'll sit with it. Number one have a discussion with him. It's like, if he's asking you to do, well, what is this that I don't like? Oh, you mean you're, you're asking me to love that person? You know, well, what is it about that? What's the lie I'm believing about that person that somehow they're so stinking unlovable and, you know, people, let me just say this, people act unlovable because they don't know who they are. Because People are intrinsically lovable because they're mm, created in the image and likeness of love. There's not one human being who, who like snuck past that, right? Who, uh, you know, some sort of defective and snuck through the, the Jesus' assembly line, right? We're all created in the image and likeness of love. And so if we're acting like monsters, it's because we do not know who we are. And it's amazing when you call people up higher, by loving them and giving them grace when they really don't deserve it um it's amazing that holy spirit in them starts to work and you're you're uh, cuz you're and you're convicting that on um, convicting not condemning convicting come up higher um it really shakes people up and you know what Jesus looks real this god that you serve and i serve oh my goodness he looks real because something really supernatural happened and they felt it Listen, when you get people in their feelers, and I'm not talking about manipulating, okay? I'm talking about just a real encounter because you love and you were generous and you gave, not out of compulsion, but out of love. Because you wanted the highest and the best for that person, right? And 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 all and you were able to transcend all the crap to see them from a higher perspective. Ding 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 ding. That changes the world. And God has called you to some sort of ministry like that in your flavor. Okay. And you know what? He's able to create in you the power. So I can't do this. Well, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, he knew this. Okay. So you can do this in him right? As you remain in him and him and you, you will bear much fruit apart from him. You can do nothing, but you're not apart from him. So there's no loophole. (laughs) So if he's calling you to do it, you can do it. The calling creates the power and then he can change your heart. So you start to desire the very thing that you just did not want to do. Anybody have a testimony about that? I mean, I have, I got testimonies of forgiving the unforgivable, you know, And, you know, and and then you see the beauty in people and what they were supposed to be. And then even if nothing changes on their end, you've changed. And suddenly you look like Jesus in your flavor. You've changed. You've been conformed to the image of Christ. And that thing that held you in bondage is not holding you in bondage anymore. It really is your freedom. See, see, Holy Spirit, um, the sons of God, the daughters of God are led by the Spirit of God and being led by that Spirit, there's something unique that he's doing and he's always doing something. So a really good question to ask. Papa, Jesus, Holy Spirit, what are you doing in me? What are you teaching me? What am I learning now? Um, and, you know, as, and it's gonna, He's going to engage with you differently, but there's something he's doing because he's effectually, all the while, effectually at work in you. Yeah. He's always doing that. So, um, you get to cooperate. And when you know, you're able to cooperate. And if you're like, I am not liking this. Holy, be honest. <laughs> so if you don't like it, let him know. Okay. Cause and it's like, so help me see it from your perspective. And sometimes they're, they're not fun things to do, okay? But it really does yield the peaceable fruit of righteousness. So you do the yucky thing for a temporary period of time. And then you come out the other side and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. But man, I'm so glad I did. Okay? And there are times people do that. That means owning our crap. <laughs> right? I mean, we all got it. So you know what I mean? And And so we just own it and we're able to move on right? We're able to move on and we're able to be conformed into the image of a lovely God who never leaves you alone. And I, can I just give you a little clue, little just a little help? <laughs> the fastest way is through. So if God is leading you to do something, um, the more you can yield and cooperate with the process. And sometimes it takes a process to be able to do that. That's okay. You're on your way, right? But you're yielding in how you know how and all of that. And he's empowering you to do more and more. But the fastest way is through. Like if you're a hedonist and you're all about pleasure and not having pain, let me just help you. The fastest way is through. Yield to it. What are you teaching me? Okay, I'm going to learn this. Okay, I'm going to do the thing that scares me. Not because it was my bright idea and I just want to prove something to myself. No, I'm going to, if God is leading me to do that, I'm going to step out and do it. And I'm going to learn like, wow, I'm like bigger than I thought I was. I can do more than I thought I was. And Jesus is so much better than I knew him to be five minutes before I did that. Because that's because you realize that he has your back. So we need to be led, right? Be led with what that is and then step out in it. And if you do it afraid, well, let him minister to your fears let him comfort you in your fears as you go through because a lot of time times our fears they just go away as we like face whatever it is that we're not wanting to face and and and, and God God is very uh, protective of you so he's not going to lead you into something you know that you're going to get clobbered in okay he's not he's not going to do that okay but he he is he's not going to leave you alone Okay. He's not going to, not going to do it. So if you resist it, which you totally can, if you run away from it, which you totally can, um, he's going to be right there with you (laughs) and you just get to go around the mountain again. And oh my goodness, life is too short. circling around the mountain. Okay. And so just, just yield. And that's not a, a yucky thing. It's you're yielding to love. And love has your highest. Love has a better idea of what's better for you than you do and me, right? The fastest way is through and he, he's, he's doing it. And where you don't feel like you can trust yourself well, you can trust him. And then you learn to trust yourself more and more why you look just like him in your flavor. And so God wants to heal that. God wants to heal your relationship with yourself. Yeah, he wants to do that as well as with one another. And that's been, it's such a beautiful, beautiful ministry. And let me tell you, most of that kind of ministry that really transforms things usually is pretty covert. Okay. It's not like, wow, I saw the, the mountain flying off and casting into the sea, right? I don't, I don't see the waves parting. I mean, I'm all for signs and wonders, but let's just, just be real. That does not happen that much, but the sign and wonder of you pointing to Christ as you're being conformed to his image because you're willing to do the hard work, empowered by God, being, uh, being given the passion to do that and yield to that by God. Um, wow. That is a sign and a wonder. That is what draws people to God. And there are many people groups, um, that, um, are, you know, I don't know if you've, you've had this experience, but, uh, you know, there are people that, are are have seen signs and wonders and, and it's like, it's amazing. It's like, dang, wow. But then you look at the fruit in their life. It's like, you are the most unloving person. What the heck happened? Because God is not just into the sham. Wow. Yay. I mean, let's do that. Let's do the fun stuff. Yes. But he's into, into releasing the glory that he planted in you before the foundation of the world. That is what he's really after because you're his favorite thing. And you're too amazing to be left alone in a sub version of you and in an inferior version of yourself. So you're being conformed into the image of Christ from glory to glory to glory. And you're leaving, leaving, leaving transformation. You're leaving, um, uh, freedom, uh, in your, in your wake. Uh, and a lot of people, let me say this too. It's kind of speaking of wakes, a lot of times uh, when people travel in your wake, you actually give them an updraft. You guys have heard of this. If you, if you, if you want to uh, get better gas mileage uh, on the highway, right? You, you go behind a big truck and you follow them and you, and they literally like pull you along. And that's what you're doing for other people. So sometimes what God has you doing is not just for you, but it's for other people who will follow you. And you know, there is something amazing about being faithful. In that sometimes faithful is not very sexy, okay. But man, it's the last man standing, and that's very sexy. (laughs) So, anyway, okay. Well, I hope let me see if I've got anything else before I sign out here. I thought I was starting to close, but I thought maybe I would check. Um, Oh, one thing I did want to say that you know, God is uh, working for his pleasure, satisfaction, delight. Let me just help you with that. I remember for years I was like, well, I want you to kind of work for my pleasure, satisfaction, delight, right? But you know what I found is that as we're engaging with him, there is nothing more pleasurable, satisfying, or delightful than being the person that you were born to be and doing the things you were called to do, than shaking off the ashes and the crap of the past, um, that loving people, there's nothing greater because that's what you were created for. So his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight gets to be your good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. And, and, um, and, and in that process, you also develop an intimacy with the Lord you develop that because you're in that dependency, and you're you're letting him lead you, and then you step out and you see where he comes through for you, and then if you say "Fall and something crappy happens, you get that healed up so you don't want that coming between you and the Lord, uh, and you move forward and you see amazing things you know it's I just got a testimony today I was so excited um i've been hanging with someone who's been in ministry' He's an incredible minister. Uh, and just had one like disaster after. That. I'm like, ah, yeah. Do you know who this? This guy's a just amazing guy. And I and I've walked through it with him, and it's been painful, and um and and you know it's been I just just so much pain, and um and today I just got such amazing like bam 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 suddenly testimonies. All this pain, all this suffering, all this, I don't know how we're going to make it, all this, whatever. And then bam, he is coming through like gangbusters. I'm telling you, it is not over till love wins and love is always on your side. (laughs) Always. So, you know, so just be encouraged. Be faithful. Uh, 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 figure out what God is doing, have him show you what he's doing and to set your heart to cooperate and to receive the help you need in order to cooperate. And man, you get the fruit. So you get, I mean, so you get it all. It's really amazing. This is a good deal. <laughs> this is a good deal. Sign up for it. Keep on signing up for it. Enjoy your relationship with him. Enjoy one another. Encourage one another While it is today, take courage from the inside out. You can do this. You're called to do this and empowered to do this. And there's something amazing on the other side. Anyway, I hope you're encouraged. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit katherinetoon.com.